Hello. Is it me you're podcasting with? Because <laughs> I wonder if we are. I wonder what you want to cover. We can't all be together because Scott is off being sick. Will you bring a book and will I act like a... You, uh, you ever listen to the show uh, Sequel Harder on Neozaz? No. It's a no, long show. They they go through you know they go through a, sh- a movie and all its sequels one by oh. one. Oh. Okay. And. I and I just listened this morning to the one that they did on the Predator movies, and, and they Oof. gave a really interesting trivia piece that I, I just think is great. Uh, apparently, when uh, when they were you know the the costume director or whatever was working with Jesse the Body Ventura, you know she was getting mm-hmm. his measurements for his you know for his whatever costumes that he was going to need, and uh, and when she measured his arms, she says, "Oh, I think your arms are even bigger than Mr. Schwarzenegger's." So then, uh, apparently, Jesse, armed with this knowledge, started going around bragging and whatever and bet Arnold that his arms are bigger. So the punchline is Arnold paid the costume director to say that. Arnold's arms were much bigger. (laughs) They were much bigger, and they bet a box of cigars, so Jesse for sure had to go out and buy a box of cigars. Sucker. Isn't that great? Good old Arnold. This is, they said like he came out. He was like, "Oh, look at you know, you're a puny man." <laughs> Whatever. He started making fun of Arnold. Okay, this is what you want you to do. I want you to tell Jesse that his arms are bigger than mine. Yeah, it's gonna be funny gag. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's hilarious that he did that. <laughs> it just, it just it, bring, it brings Arnold up. You know, just once more brings up him up at a level in my in my opinion. He's a prankster. Yeah. Pulling pranks. Uh, I tried smoking cigars once, but I didn't quite understand the whole methodology. And I was smoking really cheap of cigars. Not taking so them down into your lungs, you mean? Or? Oh yeah, I was inhaling and holding it like a cigarette. Yeah, no, you don't do that. And uh, I didn't realize you weren't supposed to do that. And I was smoking Swizzer Sweets. Oh, those are cheap, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah. Those are the ones oh. that are like cherry flavored and stuff. Yeah, I got sick, man. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't quite understand cigar smoking. No, I, I was not I, hip. I do enjoy a good cigar, but uh, I have to severely limit it just because, you know, it's such a bad habit. I really don't need. I don't need any new bad habits. It's a nasty, dirty habit. You dirty, dirty Paul. <laughs> my my face smells of butter. Why would that be? Because <laughs> I just put butter all over tortellini. With salt. No sauce. But it was too much butter. Butter was overwhelming. Like there's no no such thing as too much butter. Just like there's no yeah, such there's... thing as too much bacon. Nah, you can have too much butter. Especially cheap butter. Not to, well, you know, by quality. Yeah. No such thing as too much cheese. All the things that are really good for your heart. Mm. But adding salt to it just gives it that little extra touch. Sorry, I just got another, uh, you know, just pushing some plaque out of a vein. Actually, I have good cholesterol. It's the only thing I got going for me. That's it. (laughs) Everything else sucks. My doctor's like, oh, whatever you're doing for your cholesterol, keep it up. Thanks, I think. (laughs) Yeah, but your blood pressure and your diabetes are out of control. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Well, my diabetes isn't out of control, but it's not getting any better either. It's like I'm a neutral. So, there's Diet Mountain Dew, and we're ready to roll. Yeah, I got some over here. Do you want me to turn my fan off, or it's it's on low? It's a very quiet mm, fan. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. You don't hear mine, okay. do you? No, probably because I can't hear yours over the hum of mine. 
but I don't hear it in my headset either. But I found I have your volume. I noticed on one of the podcasts we did, I was picking up your echo through my headphones. Like like my mic was picking up your voice again through my headphones. So I've turned I've turned down the volume on my side of what I'm listening to hmm, on Skype. We did it with pickup. It was that strong for some reason. It was like I really noticed it because it was giving the echo back, and it was very. It was just bugging the shit out of me. So I was like, yeah, I, I now I just turned myself down on my end. <laughs> oh my god, almost imploded. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> excuse me. So, uh, what is this? Superman Doomsday Spotlight number two? Yeah. There we go. It's it's a new series. We have Back to the Bins, Avengers Spotlight, Superman Doomsday Spotlight. Or you know, or just DC Spotlight. Maybe we should call it DC. Or I don't just, know. Or just Back to the Bins. Oh, I was thinking of some. What was I thinking? I was thinking of some series to do. Ah, uh, but that thought has gone away now. It skittered away in the night. Yeah. Like a... Like a rodent? An independent series to do, but I don't remember what it was. Oh! Oh, uh... <laughs> no, maybe that wasn't it. I was thinking Dreadstar, but now nah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know either. I know, not, about. I know not of what you speak. Ooh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to the Bins. I'm Paul Spataro, and that's Dr. Bill Robinson. I am? You are. At you least are for not, now. You are not Scott Gardner, who I'm is not. not on assignment, but is not podcasting with us because he's been a very naughty boy. Actually, he's not podcasting with us because he's not feeling well. And didn't want to subject you all to listening to a voiceless Scott Gardner. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so it's, I shouldn't speak ill of the sick. Or speak sick of the ill. You know, he probably picked up, like, you know, in his uh, current... You know, I'll just stop right there. <laughs> I don't want to say what I Scott have does. No idea what you're talking about. And, uh, well, I mean, he probably, probably picked up some, best. He's probably picked up some people in what he drives around in, and uh, maybe they were sick in an enclosed space and got him sick. You know what I mean? You got to fumigate those things, man. <laughs> I don't know what people are walking around with. You, know, you see, like you know, you see those people walking around the street with like the the masks on. Maybe he needs one of those when he's when he's working. Yeah, that'll go over well. Of course, they could make him out of Disney characters. He could have, like, Goofy's nose or something. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> so, today we are you continuing... Go <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we are continuing our look at Superman Doomsday. We uh, did the first part of it, and we're up to the second now. So... I don't the think it's the same title, Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey. I think the creative team is the same. Uh, Dan Jurgens is the story and the layouts. Brett Reading is the finished art. Bill Oakley lettered it. Greg Wright, it says color guides as opposed hmm. to colorist. I don't know what that means. I assume that was may maybe in the early days of uh, computerized Digital? coloring. Mm. That Maybe that's maybe. what they're talking about, that he, uh, you know, he, he did differently from what was the norm at that time. Special thanks to Peter Berardi, who I have no idea what he did. Well, you know what? I was curious. I was going to look up who he was. But you just keep going. Okay. And Superman is created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. The cover is very similar to the first issue. It has Superman uh, flying towards the reader. It's a little bit more close-up than the previous issue. But beyond that, it's pretty much the same pose. And the background energy that we see is different from uh, the first issue. But other than that, it is very, very similar. Uh, I'm looking at it, I'm not thrilled with the way Superman's jaw looks in the picture, and I was never a big fan of the long-haired Superman, so, you know, that's... What? Well... No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 didn't, I mean, I, I'm not going to call it a mullet, Michael Bailey, uh, but I didn't really like the long-haired look. I am just striking out, looking up 
Peter Berardi. Well, perhaps he's just somebody they need. Maybe personally. it's a personal, yeah, may- maybe. Oh, wait, I misspelled it. <laughs> Let me try that. I wrote Peter Gunn. No, it's... What? Wait a minute. B-E-R-A-R-D-I. What did I spell? B-A-R-A-D-I. So I got to change that A to an E. And we'll see what happens. Huh? What? Anything? Former U.S. Commander Navy SEAL Peter Berardi. Okay. Images for Peter Berardi DC Comics. Okay, here we go. Well, why, do, why did all these, these things come up? What, it, I don't get it. Hmm. Ah, moving along. Moving on home. Uh, the story opens Out up. Rain. At, I didn't say moving. Move along home. Anyway, uh, the story opens up at the vanishing point. Here, there is no future, no past, no now. We exist outside the time stream, able to look into any moment through, through, oh, through windows that access the ages. Time is our subject of study. It's orderly. Wait, well, if there's no past, no future, no now, why do we have Windows? Because we didn't anyway. want uh, Microsoft. We didn't want uh, Apple. We didn't want uh, Linux. Anyway. So, so anyway, that, that little uh, monologue is being given by Wade, Wave Rider, who's sitting at a little school desk in the uh, in these, this, this giant hallway, and he's contemplating Superman fighting Doomsday, uh, and apparently the uh, you know Wave Rider is a uh, he, accomplished he's, artist. He's, he's a DC version of the uh, of the Watcher. That he, he's mm. he's got a uh, an oath never to interfere with what's going on. Uh, oath schmoth. Oh, but oath schmoth as long as he's rich. So then we we cut from his uh, wondering what he should do over to Apocalypse, where Superman is standing kind of hunchbacked like a. I don't know exactly what he's doing, and Darkseid he's coming flexing. up behind him. A Darkseid who's much, much bigger than Superman. I didn't think there was that big of a distinction between them in size. But anyway, we'll talk more clearly about what goes on. He passes out. Uh, then we cut to the cyborg Superman who's uh, beaten on Desaad, who will serve him, but he doesn't want him to serve him. Uh, Superman drags Darkseid and puts a mother box on him to heal him for reasons that I would disagree with, but okay. Uh, then Wave Rider uh, confronts Superman and decides to give him knowledge of what he's dealing with with Doomsday. Uh, from there, we have a flashback to flashback time to a uh, scientist who's experimenting uh, with a an infant. And what he does, they're in a very his- inhospitable land with killing things all around, and. Through science that I cannot understand, they send this baby out to be torn to shreds by the uh, indigenous creatures. Then they take a DNA sample from what's left, and then they clone him over and over again, with the end result being each time they uh, they clone him, he advances and becomes more sophisticated. Bullshit. Oh, I'm and, sorry. <laughs> and... and develops defenses for what's going on and over time he eventually lasts a while against the creatures and then eventually defeats the creatures then uh, you know that's when he is basically doomsday and he bursts in and kills his creators and from there the, uh, the people have to defend themselves and they have a radiant being of pure energy who well no 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 he uh, hitches a ride Gets on like an automated shuttle or a ship that came to deliver supplies and goes to the planet. To uh, Cal- no, 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 no. He goes to Calaton. Oh, okay. And then they create a being of radiant energy, and uh, who, who defeats him, defeats and him, I, yeah. I, I guess eventually kills him. But of course, he reconstitutes himself. He, well, he reconstitutes himself because that's what he. Uh, he redisposed of Doomsday. What he does, and at this point. Superman has a discussion with Cyborg Superman and Darkseid, but is determined that both, uh, oh, excuse me, he's determined that Cyborg is going to go down. He engages in battle with Cyborg, and then... Cyborg launches nukes to destroy all the food. But Darkseid has healed enough to prevent that, and we end the story with 
Superman ready to hunt down Doomsday and stop the insanity. So now we're ready to go through it page by page. All right. All right. I went too far. I went back to book one. Don't go back to book one. Stay on book two. Stay on talk. Stay on book two. So we open up, like you said, at the vanishing point. And uh, Wave Rider is using a Peter Quill. I mean a pen. I mean a, fle- a feather. <laughs> what do you th- what do you think of the artwork of this library slash chamber that he's in? Very very uh, vertical. Yeah, the windows are very vertical. I don't know what that little symbol is at the top of it. It's Why you've a, got that? It's kind yeah, of Norman Osborn. Yeah, but mm, as the ultimate Norman Osborn, as the Goblin, not the Green Goblin. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly who that is, if that's somebody they worship. I don't know. I don't think they would really worship anything. You would think. So you would think they wouldn't have a uh, recreation. Maybe it represents of... time being eaten? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> and the uh, the whole citadel, or whatever you want to call it, is on a rock floating you know, in space somewhere. <coughs> I, I guess in, in the DC form of limbo. Well, the vanishing point's at the end of time, if I remember correctly, I think. But no beginning, no no end, no now. Yeah. And also, well, I had done some other reading of some other things about, like, who Wave Rider, like, who the father of Rip Hunter really is, because he's one of the people that's in Vanishing Point. Stuff I didn't know. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know a lot of stuff. Well, I won't spoil it. I'll let somebody else seek it out and read it. So what do you think of the character of Wave Rider? I remember him from, well, I mean, from last issue as well. But uh, prior to that, I mean, I remember him popping up briefly with, like, the death of Superman. Um, I like his look. It's interesting. And I also like later on when he, like, teleports in, which I guess we'll discuss it when we get to that one. But his look is kind of reminiscent of, uh, he kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, Fire Lord from Marvel. I was trying to think of who he reminds me of, and that's not a bad comparison. With the flame head? Yeah, I guess I guess the difference is Fire Lord's supposed to have flames. This almost looks like crackling cosmic energy, more of like a, a Jack Kirby uh, Yeah, he, he, he looks like a, like a cross between Nova and Fire Lord, because Nova had the golden body. Mm-hmm. No, Nova got... meaning Frankie Ray Nova. Yes, yes, not Nova. Not, not Nova, who who was on a horse with Charlton Heston, and no. not Nova from the Nova Corpse. Correct. Or Core, which would be the proper way to pronounce it. Corpse would be a dead body. Yes, it would. Almost what Darkseid becomes. Yes, I do not like this, the way Superman looks in this two-page splash. After the only thing that's interesting is back is all, like, red and kind of looks blistered from mm-hmm. his recent battle. And hunched. But, it, but his... Yeah, it's like the way his face is drawn is a little off, but uh, yeah, you know. and colored also. He looks very, very pale. Yeah, um, I, I I don't like the positioning of his body. I, I'm not just the background is all fine. It's just the Superman. Uh, yeah, it's a little drawing off drawing that I I don't care for there. Compared to the next page where uh, Darkseid sneaks up on him. <laughs> yeah, that that looks fine. The only thing is. I didn't pick. I never thought of Darkseid as that much physically bigger than Superman. I know he's bigger, but not. You know, I honestly don't shown. know if Darkseid can vary his size of his body. To be honest with you, if he can, shouldn't he be more small at this point because mm, he was beaten up know. so badly? But he was all jacked up fighting Doomsday, so I don't know. Yeah, I also don't know if he's capable of changing his body size. But if he's not, I think he's drawn too large. Mm. And then and he does a Doom face Day, plant. Or Doomsday. Darkseid is down. <laughs> down Super- goes Darkseid. But Superman even says it. Darkseid is down. He Doom. falls flat on his face. That's a good shot. Wasn't good for the ground. <laughs> Broke some rocks. That's all I have. Crash. Can't believe you would kill me for a field of rocks. 
You're, oh, you're not oh, with yes, me at all, five. yeah, man. I know, no, no. I was, I was, uh, uh, I was feeling my pain, wanting my pain. You're revoking. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he laugh there? I don't know. There's a lot of things in that movie that are hard to explain. What's he laughing at? What are you laughing at? He's just Stupid happy. Cyborg. He's the happy laughing Vulcan. Sounds like the name of a bar, the Laughing Vulcan. <laughs> Welcome to the Laughing Vulcan. Can I take your order? Back to Superman Doomsday. We meet well, up Max with so- the cyborg oh. Superman. Now, the last issue, I remember I liked this character model for cyborg Superman. But now the first shot where we see him here, I don't like it at all. I don't what do you know mean you? It, well, it should be the same. Yeah, it should be. That's why That's why I'm pointing it out. That I did like it in the last issue, and I don't like it here for some reason. I don't. Know I just scrolled it, back to the last issue. and It, 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 it really is really the like... same costume. I'm, I think it's, it's less that I don't like the... It, it's more that I don't like the way it's drawn in this shot. It just looks too... It's because they don't show last... Maybe they focused more on the human face last time, and this time it's more on the cyborg face? No, I like the cyborg face. I, I especially mm. like two pages from now when you could see right through his jaw, like, uh, you know, like, what's his name? Oh, uh, yeah. Harvey Dent in, uh, in the dark. Oh, night. yeah. But uh, it, it's the, sh- the shot of him holding uh, the sod up by, sod. by his throat. It's just, I don't know, there's something about the the makeup of his character model that I don't like. And I, I think it's overuse of black in it. Hmm. And the sod looks a little goofy, too, in that shot. I mean, Granny's being held up by his neck, but... Yeah, he does. Yeah. I shall unite with it. Bring Apocalypse closer so that I might bond with it. Why does the cyborg need a pot? Oh, sorry. See, <laughs> see, we're getting off. Why do we keep getting on Star Trek Five? Because <laughs> it's the greatest movie of all time. It, uh, yes, it is. I, somewhere out there, somebody just screamed. <laughs> what? So the. Uh, oh, wait, I'm, here I'm gonna make Scott scream. It's better than the motion picture. <laughs> Dogs are cringing in the neighborhood. <laughs> anyway. So now, the parademons... The way yeah, speaking here, of people screaming... The parademons... Well, these guys aren't really parademons. They look like they're... They don't... They look they human look like to me. Be- they look like Blue Beetle. Yeah, and he's basically... Uh, he basically fries their brains and completely kills them by sending feedback through their communication systems. Yeah, they, what are, I don't, I don't what, think they're drawn to model unless they're different type of parademons than I'm used to somehow. No, nah, they're they're way too human to be parademons. I think they're just like security forces, like okay. a maybe like an elite security force, and yeah, not. Just and if that's grunt. the case, that's fine. Not just grunts. Now I do like the full page splash of sorts because it does have some panels on it, but the close up of uh, the cyborg's face where you could see. Oh, we can see your face. Straight through? Yeah, I like that. His, even his eye looks menacing. You know, I, I, I like that he played Superman for a while, but I don't want him to look too much like Superman, so I like the way mm-hmm. he's drawn here. Yeah. I, I don't like, I don't really care for it when they draw him looking, you know, very much like Superman. So. Mm. And then, I guess, you know, I guess Superman's weakened at this point because he's, he looks like he's struggling to bring Darkseid's body, unconscious body, back to... Uh, well, he to, just to was cave. fighting Doomsday himself as well. So, but yeah, it's uh, he's dragging him. I mean, he's not exactly, I'm sure, light. So he's dragging it. He's actually got him pulled over his back and is dragging his feet along through the dirt. And uh, the mother box pings and decide. you know, he figures out Oh, you know, he puts the mother box on dark side and lets lets the mother box uh, repair him or heal him. And for what it's worth, he, he didn't actually. If if you've lost track from last issue because we recorded this about a month and a half ago, uh, he didn't actually fight Doomsday. He had a battle or a uh, confrontation with the cyborg Superman. Oh, that's he, right. You're right. You're right. He, I'm took, sorry. he took like I'm a sorry. laser ray to the back. But when he flew after Doomsday, he didn't quite make it in time to confront him. Right. So I, I, I question the helping Darkseid to heal. Well, even it says, oh, it's like, you know, next thing you know, I'll be saving Attila the Hun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but why? I know I know he's got 
you know, this, this morality to him. But we're not asking him to kill Doomsday at this point. We're just asking him just to leave him and... I mean, not Doomsday, Darkseid, rather. Just let nature take its course. At this point, it's it's not even euthanasia. You're just, you're just walking away from it. Now, what do you know about the kids in Asia? That should be, you know, if I were going to start a rock group. <laughs> rock band. Ladies and gentlemen, euthanasia! Bunch of old people come out. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne comes out. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where I was going with that. Ah, this is the this is the panel I was talking about where Wave Rider kind of comes in mm-hmm. and is everything that was black on his body is like purple, but it's being drawn inward, like it's energy that's coalescing. Yeah. But the golden is like solid. It's almost like the golden appears and then the, the purple comes in and then turns to black as he Well, I don't yeah, I don't know appears. his power set. Does he teleport or I don't know. I don't remember seeing this last issue. Because this, this looks like he's teleporting there, and he's, you know, it's as he's materializing. That's what it looks like to me. Mm. Taking a quick stroll back through last issue. Meanwhile, last issue. So, yeah, so Superman and, and Wave Rider are talking about, you know, what he's going to do. And Superman's, you know, he's kind of had enough. He says, uh, unless you're here to help this time, leave. And uh, he is willing to help. He doesn't want to get involved, but he does want to help. So he agrees to give Superman uh, some knowledge. And he touches him, and that's what brings him back to the, uh, the distant world of almost 250,000 years ago. <laughs> An environment so hostile that it seems incapable of supporting any manner of life. The it, seems to have a red, it seems to have a red sun, too. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. area on the planet so ferocious temperatures so incredibly hot the only only the mightiest structure reinforced in every manner possibly could could possible stand and that looks an awful lot like the dome from the 1978 <laughs> Superman movie doesn't it hmm hmm I mean this planet's so hot only Buster Poindexter could, could stay there oh hot 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 da, da, da. or Known by his real name, was it David Johansson? Yeah, perhaps uh, Robert Palmer. No, some, oh, some, well, that would some be like, some like it. Oh yeah, that's true. That could be the power station too. Boom, 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 boom. Did the dog just bark in time to the song? Yeah, because <laughs> he thought bark, I was knocking bark, on the bark, door bark. when I was doing my "Some Like It Hot" drum roll. So, so when the heat is on. Now we have... Uh, Shh. Not you, Bill. What? What? Not you. Talking to the dog. Oh. <laughs> I'm so well behaved. <laughs> what? What? Do I get a treat? <laughs> okay, so back to our story. So what's what's this uh, evil scientist's name? I forgot. Bertrand. Bertrand. He's Bertrand. a bad guy. He looks like a he looks like a gray alien that got his face smashed against the windshield. He's stupid. <laughs> oh no! I call bullshit on science though. I just got to say that right now before I forget it. Yeah. Uh, of course, people are going to say, "What do you know about science?" Well, I don't know. I know what usually through e- evolution is that traits are passed on by the surviving species. Not the dead carcasses of said surviving yeah. species. I, I don't know how they add, unless they're adding something to the DNA mix each time to create. What is there to add? They go out and get pieces of what's left. Well, that gives them the DNA strand. But it's dead. That still gives them the DNA strand, and then if they if they say how? okay now, how? just because okay no, if I, I get I, ripped if I get ripped to shreds, which is what happens here, I get ripped to shreds. Then you take what's left of me and you clone me. I, and I'm, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think you, I think it's a weakness of the story. Don't get me wrong, but I'm trying to figure out a way to make sense of it somehow. So if I took that piece of DNA and then each time it happens, I tweak it somehow to help you. They don't say that. They don't say I that. Know. They take, I know they, they don't. Take, they take the 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 the, the re- resulting DNA. Whatever. Just yeah. I mean I'll let it go. It's not real. It's a comic book. No, and it's, it's faulty comic <laughs> book science. I'm not going to fight this. Because the DNA won't evolve on its own. 
No, that's the whole point. It doesn't evolve. It's dead. It's it's it doesn't blend. You don't take the surviving traits from two species that learn to survive. You know the whole thing with. I, I don't have time to go into theory of evolution or creationism or whatever you want to believe. But you know, well, creationism is easy. Every time happened. he died, God recreated him with more uh, more ability. Yeah, there, yeah. There we go. Bertrand was God. Well, you said creation. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Bertrand should worry about evolving himself to look not so ugly. Oh, he gets uglier after 30 years. 30 years this takes. Oh, and these scientists 30 have 30 years no of e killing babies. No ethical problems with just, ah, clone an infant and shoot it out this poof. So, no, the, the, you know, the, guy, the first guy with him looks like uh, Bo Bridges. The blonde guy-ish? Yeah. Ish. Jeff the Bridges' br older brother. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lloyd Bridges' older son. The second guy looks yeah. like somebody, but I can't tell. I'm thinking they, they used some sort of character models here. But anyways, they just keep killing this poor baby. Over and over and over. Uh, well, uh, we shot him out and he bounced off a of rock, so now he's got to be impervious to rocks. Right. Okay. Why, don't, why don't these things that are tearing it to shreds attack the dude in the... Uh, in the containment suit that's... Well, because they say that he, um... Oh... That, if that's what they be, said, that was Because they shocked the creatures away. Oh. And then they send out a retriever. We must recover some tissue in order to proceed. Any signs of the beast? Fortunately, no, Bertrand. What, what and survived? You guys better... Fortunately, it didn't survive long. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh. So now, the, it, like, as they're going on, though, the baby gets uglier and uglier in the tube. Bertrand's getting old, man. Well, at one point, Bertrand looks like he's got his casual robe on. Yeah. <laughs> in that picture where he's getting ugly, he's like, he's gone, he's like, got his smoking jacket on. He's got his, his casual wife's robe on. <laughs> it does look like she'd have a fluffy fringe there around his neck. It does. <laughs> I got my wife's bathrobe on. But so now I like the way. Now they only show them in silhouette. You don't see them uh, in the light. But I like the way these creatures look. They look like something that would tear things to shreds. Yeah. Well, gee, they're all bony looking with protrusions bony, all yeah, over bony them. Bony and horns and mm, spikes, mm. claws. Look at the feet. Yeah. Looks like my wife's feet. <laughs> Your wife has talons. <laughs> Finally sends him out, and he takes care of business with those guys. Well, no, no, he, now he he dies there again, and then they go on a few more years, and then uh, he's cloning him again, and then they kind of give him the name of which. Okay, I don't I, I don't understand how it gets bigger because shouldn't it still shouldn't they still be just be cloning an infant? Yeah, well they should unless it it you know reaches maturity very very quickly. Mm, I don't know. And then we're only seeing silhouettes of him. And now Bertrand is even skinnier. And, like, different scientists have come and gone because it's been 30 years and some have passed away. And then Doomsday's naked. <laughs> Ew. And Bertrand thinks he's beautiful. Okay. I'm, yes. I... I'm going to spoil something. See, I, I thought I caught this last time. All right. So, looking at the page that starts, is this time the Ultimate had survived outside the lab for almost two full years. We have him on screen, Bertrand. He's returning. Sensors show no trace of the beasts anywhere on the planet. Mm -hmm. So, Knowing what we know about this planet, I mean, I guess, well, you know what? Maybe I kind of answered my own question. Because at first I was thinking maybe those were primitive Blanktonians on this planet. And he has, in a sense, killed all the primitive Blanktonians. And thereby caused there them to There would be no Blanktonians. No, that there would be, unless, unless the other, maybe because he killed all those, then a different race develops. But they say that he's essentially a, a Blanktonian later on in the story. I, I or should think, we I just say what I it is? I think you could just say, because you know what, you already said it earlier. Yeah, I know. 
So this is Krypton. Ooh. Or if, so if or he's if killed all the beasts, now he's Krypton. killed the beasts. I guess there could have been other creatures on the planet. I guess, but it, but that's supposedly quote unquote why he has such an instinctful hatred for Kryptonians, Superman. So whatever, or maybe anything from Krypton. I hate domes. I hate crystals. <laughs> I hate Lloyd Bridges. I hate Lloyd Bridges. I hate gray aliens. And yeah, so we see the uh, the ultimate returning. Yeah, and now. Uh and now he's now doing armor Bertrand's pose. wearing his uh, Star Trek oh, motion on. picture robe. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, an he, Arnold pose, isn't that's it? That's Arnold from the Terminator when he first Yeah, appears. look at me. I am beautiful. I have bigger arms than Jesse Ventura. With big bony spikes on them. And look at my bone dreadlocks. It's got like a big Go. bone coming out of his forehead. Yeah, come on. Like yeah. a unicorn, look at me. <laughs> I'm a beautiful unicorn. And I'm going to crush you. La. <laughs> so, and then, like I said, Bertrand's wearing his Star Trek the Motion Picture uniform now. <laughs> yeah, and guess guess who's come home? Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> it ain't Sidney Poitier, that's for sure. No, no, you can't do this to us. We made you better <laughs> by killing me over and over and over again. Wait a minute. Oh, I was thinking, I know I've heard a line like that. That was from uh, Maximum Overdrive when the waitress is screaming, You can't do this to us! We made you! And then the uh, the Jeep with the M50 cal on it opens fire on her. Sorry. I've tangented it away. Tangented again. Yep. You can't kill your father. Smash! Yeah, that, that didn't take long. Hmm. And so then, then he hitches a ride on the next automated freighter or or ship that comes to deliver supplies and is able to skedaddle over to the uh, they, so over the years Doomsday bounced bounded from or bounced from world to world gaining a reputation as a fearsome killing force. Even eventually he eventually arrived on Calaton. Almost looks like Galveston. 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 I don't know any, it. any of the actual words to Galveston, Galveston, except for Galveston. Sing it, Glenn Campbell. Doomsday came to Calaton. I'm more likely to sing like a rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> Killing Kryptonians wherever they are. Or, uh, let's see. Uh, he also did the song, both of the songs for the uh, Clint Eastwood movies, right? Every Which Way But Loose, right? I don't think that was Glenn Campbell. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Every Which Way But Loose. I know the song. I don't think it was Glenn Campbell, though. Oh, gee. You, now, now, you now, vamp and I'm going to look. I got it. I'm already there. Glenn. Oh, how do you spell it? C-A-M-B-E-L. Yeah, C-A-M-P-E-L. Galveston, gentle on my mind. Let me Glenn Campbell songs. Eddie Rabbit. Einstein Cowboy, Wichita Lineman, gentle on my mind. What? Eddie Rabbit. That was Eddie Rabbit? I only remember Eddie Rabbit. Rabbit. (laughs) He he did that one about something. Oh, I love a rainy night. That's it. (laughs) Yes. What? Just, you know, it's scary to me. That I think your mind works a lot like mine does. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm happy about that, but I think it's just reality. Why? Because they just went... Because you, you, you verbalized exactly what was going on in my brain. Now i got to do Eddie Rabbit songs. Because I know he did something else besides that. Now I'm gonna do this. Be, be doing that tomorrow. You don't love me anymore. You don't love me. Every oh yeah, every which way but loose. Okay, well then, who did any which way you can?
tells me to move along, but my body makes me stay. And now I feel the need to hold you close and love the night away while you're turning me every which way for <laughs> Okay, now that now that that's oh, any which way. way you can was Glenn Campbell. Was it really okay? Yes. What was the name of the orangutan? Clyde. Okay, I wasn't sure. Right turn, Clyde. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to do that too. We might. We <laughs> might have, have to punch somebody. We might have to do an, an is it yours on that one. <laughs> oh, I watched that tons of time on uh, tons on uh, yeah that thing we used to have back in the eighties cable. Back in the country music days. You going to play some Charlie Pride next? I don't know. <laughs> What's so. the one about the about the trucker with the uh, with the teddy bear? <laughs> I, I don't I'm know. going down a rabbit hole. Not an Eddie rabbit hole. CB songs. Let me see. CB songs. Oh, God. So much for Superman's. Good night, everybody. Well, teddy Bear by Red Sovine. Okay, I don't even know that one, and it's okay that I don't. Eastbound and down. That one I bench. <sighs> Prisoner of the Highway, Chris, Ronnie Millsap. Because Chris, Chris Franklin made me watch uh, Smokey and the Bandit. What do you mean made you watch Smokey he, and the Bandit? He, you, you know what? He made me watch it. I you've enjoyed, seen it before. I enjoyed watching it, but he made me watch it. <laughs> you'd seen it before. I had seen it so long ago, I really didn't remember too much about it, other than the points when Jackie Gleason's way over the top. Oh, yeah. So I was so I was resistant to rewatch it and Chris made me watch it and when I did I appreciated it. It was it was a good make me watch. Oh anyway. and, and and the best CCB song ever was CW McCall with Convoy. <laughs> we got to get back to Krypton cuz we're getting off topic. Yeah. So, so well, it's, it's not Krypton. What's the name of this planet? Oh yeah. Calton. <laughs> That's how we fell down this Calton. Eddie Rabbit hole. <laughs> Eddie Rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, it's sad when we laugh at our own jokes. We gotta get to Calton. Get it done with the show. We're pissing off all the fans. Yeah, they're all gonna say you guys blow. Okay. So this. Meanwhile, on Calton, this radiant being of pure energy is born. By combining all these Calatonians? Well, all the, like, the, um, like, so they did genetic, they had metahumans, so they basically combined, took all the metahumans and just, bam! And created one identical being out of it. Uh, kind of a, a white Dr. Manhattan instead of a blue one. Yeah, with no schlong. Thankfully. Yeah. He's schlongless. And, so, and he, he battles Doomsday, and it says the battle lasted over a week. Bertrand had created a creature that could kill any known form of life, but not energy. The Radiant proved stronger and prevailed over Doomsday in a final blast of pure energy that laid waste to a fifth of Calvitin. Calvitin. Pure energy. Pure, pure, pure energy. I want to know. Now, now, the Radiant, did he ever appear again? He appears next issue. <laughs> no, I mean after the series. Yes, I did look that up. He appears, oddly enough, in a... Oh, you see, I wish I had that still up. You don't get, you can't get it up. You get it, you get it, you get it. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, you're real funny. <laughs> Radiant DC, yes, come on. No, he played. No, he appeared in more. No, you lie, lies. That's where I found it. Was it Comic Vine? I think it was Comic Vine. Nope. That's the wrong Radiant. I want not the Radiant. I want Radiant. There so we any, go. Anyway. He was in Super Villains. Uh, for some reason, he had one appellant in Superman's Villains, Secret Files, and Origins. Uh, probably because, I see, because uh, Doomsday is on the cover. So they probably show him in like flashback defeating Doomsday. Mm -hmm. So it's not really a true. So yeah, it's pretty much here and in that other one issue. That's it. 
Okay, so we'll we'll discuss the other issue next time on an all new episode. Uh, so they they wrap Doomsday's body in I guess what is their yes their uh, death suit, and it says Doomsday was suited and chained so his spirit would not escape the afterlife, escape in the afterlife. In the afterlife. And then they they sent him off in a torpedo and he soft landed on Genesis. Nope, they chained him to a rock and shot him into space. Threw a rock at him. To where he eventually landed? Outside of Krypton. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, he eventually clashed on Earth and carrying it deep underground and then we know what happened after that. Yeah, well... That's where I came in. Uh, so we, we cut back to Superman and Wave Rider. Wave Rider's kind of just hanging out. like He, he looks like he's going to smoke a doobie. Well, yeah, he's in the lotus position, you know. just sort floating, of the, floating in the air in a lotus position. Yeah. Why? Because he can. <laughs> so it says uh, his body regenerates itself, comes back stronger than before, and he's unkillable. Darkseid adds, so say the legends. Darkseid's not looking well. He's got some, uh, like his, uh, maybe his face is made out of stone because he's, he's got, got some, little fractures and pits in his uh, face. He's got some rock acne. Yeah, rachne. You should probably get with Avril Lavigne and get that looked at. So now we cut okay, from, that killed it. <laughs> we cut from there back to the uh, cyborg Superman. He's eliminated all real threats, but the populace still must be subjugated. If I I make make them them suffer, suffer. they shall soon beg for favors. Let's see what happens when they have no sustenance. Oh, sustenance! Oh, oh, sorry. Doomsday, uh, doomsday, uh, Darkseid isn't happy that that fool is going to destroy all food on Apocalypse in order to starve the maggot populace. And I just see Darkseid singing happy now. He is a benevolent He's a benevolent ruler. All the maggot yeah. populace. <laughs> That's yeah, because he's like <laughs> the target, destroy all the food in pocket. Yeah, in order to straight. And then uh Soup, Soup says, How do you know for sure? And he says, It's what I would do. Okay. So Superman says, Doomsday will have to wait his turn. Today, it's the cyborg goes down. So then we have a little... Uh, we have a montage, yeah, if a montage. you want to say, for a comic of all the, the people that are about to either be A, killed, or B, starved to death over the ne- in the in- ensuing uh, destruction of the food. So Superman is... Uh, Oh, well, he's trying to catch all these missiles. Hmm. Or stop them. Yeah, one is headed for the food supply and one is headed to Hackensack, apparently. Right. About to create Otisburg. Like, he didn't catch your cue on that, man. It's a little bitty place. Scott has a place. (laughs) Scott has a place. Gardnerville. (laughs) Epoch. It's Ekpot, please. So he uses heat vision, no good. This and that, he can't stop them all. What to do, what to do? Boom! Omega beams. And Superman grabs Cyborg and puts him right in the right in the path of the Omega beams. Yeah. And it rips into him like a puppet. Henshaw writhes in pain. I wasn't even the target, and my arms feel like they're on fire. And that didn't really... Cut the mustard. All it did was uh, burn the hair off of uh, the cyborg, because he still got um, he's still he's still there. Yeah, and Superman has had enough of him. I have had enough of you. And but even so, Superman still. I mean, he even hits him with his uh, his new and improved heat vision. <laughs> A scratch. I mean, he blows him out of wall. Tis but a scratch. But he rebuilds himself fact, faster than like a giant. Like he's got this little tiny head on this giant robot body. But apparently Darkseid, as Mike Bailey would say, has had enough of your shit. <laughs> and Omega beams the crap out of him. 
Yeah, just the fact that he survives the Omega Beams is says something for him. Well, he did before, but I guess this is like his full Omega Beam, I mm-hmm. guess? He says, my powers are now at their peak. This force must end. Phew. There's a number on the uh, Imperial Walker. <laughs> Scree! Poof. He's gone, just like that. You killed him. When I beat him before, I knew his consciousness would survive, but this... You are far too soft, Kryptonian. Which is demonstrated by the fact that Darkseid's still alive. Yes. Leave yeah. now. Continue your hunt for the creature you call Doomsday before I call you my enemy. Don't, aren't they already enemies? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Wave, then, uh, Wave Rider has doubts that Superman can beat him, but Superman says, I beat him once, I can do it again. Yeah. Thanks for the positivity, dude. <laughs> and then we have a flashback to little seven-year-old Clark Kent again. Well, Terri- first, terrified. first he asked Assad, "Where did you send him?" Oh, I sent him to the planet that beat him before, Galaton. And then uh, Wave Rider's like, "Well, that's not going to work because uh, they could never be defeated by Doomsday. They could never defeat Doomsday again." So. Yep, and yeah, and that's where we pretty much get to where basically Superman's afraid, but he's got to stand up to the to the darkness in the cellar and go kick his butt. And that's that. That's it for Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey issue two of three. Right, it's three issues, not four, right? Uh, yeah, it's just three. Actually, I take that back. He's basically saying he's out there in the dark waiting for me, and I don't stand a chance. So, yeah. <laughs> actually, he's not real full of. Uh... Oh wait, what? Oh, what? Don't, don't let him be. Don't let him be scared. Scared. He's you, super you got scared. him, Soups. Don't worry about it. you. Go. Yeah, you got this, man. We got your back. You could be great again. We'll be on the moon. So, what'd you think of this one? This part deuce. <laughs> um. Well, aside from the 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 science, uh, I mean, it, I don't. I'm trying to think. If we had more action. I think I feel like we had more action last time. I mean, this was a lot of exposition here in in, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we needed that to set things up later. Yeah, I think I think this this is a setup. It 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 breaks formula a little bit because usually the first issue is the setup. Right. Or the, you know, well, I mean, we did have kind of set up in the first issue, and now we had history, I guess you'd call it. Mm. And now the third issue would be the confrontation. Backstory is a better way to say it. Yeah. And now we're waiting for the confrontation, which will be next issue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I I agree with you that the science is stupid. (laughs) I'm going to come right out and say it's stupid. But uh, but I still enjoy this. I liked it. Uh, oh yeah. I yeah. have to I have to have that little leap of faith in my mind that they did something to the DNA every time to advance it. I don't know what they did, but they did something. Well, to be honest with you, the first time I read this, I never thought that it was only here on like an. This might be my maybe my third reading of it, and trying to take a a more critical eye, or maybe a cynical eye sometimes that you're like, wait a minute, how does that work? Yeah, no, it, just, it doesn't make sense if all they did was scrape up the remains and then clone it again. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, if you if you can, like I said, I, I'm I'm not willing to just accept that. Oh no, it, it 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 advances that way. So I have to, in my mind, say they're taking it and they're doing something to it to advance it each time. Mm-hmm. To bring it forward, well, you know, one step on the evolutionary ladder each time. Peek behind the curtain for next issue. I like Superman's costume in the next issue when it gets repaired. Stop giving away all the secrets. Then, if you give away the milk, then why would they buy the cow? Because they want more milk. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they want steaks. So oh. let's let's rate this one now. The covers are kind of bland in this whole series because they're really just a body shot with a multicolored black background. I mean, there's really it's not bad, but it's not really says buy me. 
I mean, you're really just going on the whole Superman Doomsday. I mean, and nowhere do you actually, in any of this run, do you see um, Superman and Doomsday on a cover together. And Except the, the last one where there's just, like, a fist and a face. But anyway. The fact, uh, so that, many, the fact that this cover is so similar to the previous one, I think they ran a risk of having the more casual readers look think at this they and already say, have oh, this. I already have this one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because the only th- real difference is the color of the background. And it's the slight, other one it's slightly is, clo- more of a is, looks like The other one looks like flame, and Superman is has his fist raised over his head, and his fist in front of him, and this cover has Superman with a, a, a greenish background, like a like a plasma-y kind of thing, and he's got his fist towards you and his other fist cocked back. It's a different pose, but it's really, it, it could be like he's just coming, oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. Ah, I get it. He's moving closer as he's going. Yes, to each cover he's moving closer. Mm-hmm. Son of a... I never got that until now. Yeah, I got it. It's, I don't think it's well done. Oh, well, what do you mean you got it? You didn't know that. Then why, when you said, wait a minute, did I say exactly what you were thinking? Um, yeah, well. Okay. There you go. He's not, he's not the finest color man in the business for nothing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the cover fails because it's just too similar to the last one. And uh, it, it, I, I, I don't remember what I read well, in the last one. I shouldn't say one. fail. I mean, it's, but it's just not. No, it is I, failing. <laughs> Thank you, Red Skull. I, I think it fails back. because it, it, it's, it's not something that's going to entice you to buy it. Uh, but well, it's still a, it's still, a, it's not a bad art. The art's okay. I don't think I mean, it's a great. I mean, I wouldn't give it a grade of F, and I don't no, think we did last time. No, I'm not saying I should. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I would have to give it maybe a C. Okay, and I'm agreeing with that, a C. Just for average. But on, on, on a prestige format book where they're bringing back the man yeah, you think you have man, yeah. I expect I, I hold, expect them to hold it to a higher standard than, than a C. Maybe something in the background, because it just it looks a little lazy. Okay, all right. Dogs don't like it either. Everything right? Let me see if there's somebody at the door or something. Hang on. Hang on. Just give me a minute. Okay. Hello? Yes, uh, this is Doomsday uh, Doomsday Express. Special delivery for Mr. Spataro. Pow! Right in the kiss. Two morons. <laughs> Alright. I left a little something while you were gone. Alright, I'll listen to it later. Uh, so, so, we're both on a C on the cover. What do you think of the interior artwork? Um, I'm not going to give it an A. Some points it looks really on good. Really on good. Awesome. Command of the English language. Really on point. Uh, But then like that opening shot with Superman standing on a rock. I just don't like it. Um. So I want to say a B minus for the art. All right, you my took that one right out of my mouth. I also okay. feel like the color looks a little washed out in this one. Yeah, compared to the last one, it does look a little uh, off. So B minus, I'm I'm with you on that also. Story. Uh, well, like we said, a lot of exposition. We kind of need that. Going into the last chapter, and I mean, I'll let go of the bullshit science and give the story a B as well. Okay, I'm gonna say B for bullshit. Oh, I'm gonna say a B plus. I I would say it would be an A story because I really I really do like the whole development and the setup and everything, but I think I have to take off half a grade just for the uh, for the stupid science. So <laughs> it would be an A, but it's a B plus because they put in stupid science. Mm. So I'm going to go only the slightest hair better than you on that, but otherwise we're in total agreement. So overall, okay. overall, I would say a B book. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with that. 
and I think that's that might be where we were last time too. Possibly, not, I don't recall. It's one one thing about it is we don't keep track. Yeah, Scott, what do you think? I say it sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so that's it for part two, and we will get to part three sometime in the near future. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at backtothebins at gmail.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of DiManzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Each and every month, the Two True Freaks Network produces dozens of new and exciting episodes which regularly reach tens of thousands of loyal listeners worldwide. Sponsorship and or advertising opportunities are available. Inquiries may be made via email to twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks. And we'll see you next week. So, like, if I if I took a hot dog and I and I cloned it, would I get like a hot dog that I couldn't kill? Say good night, Bill. Good night, hot dog. Hot dog of your dreams. It's a hot dog I can't eat. <laughs> it's gonna burst out of your stomach like alien. Blah!